spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Safety and security in our schools and community has come to focus over the last week. This is a special edition of the Marque Show. Jacksonville reacts on News 104.5 WOKV. Now, here's your host, Marque. I expected to be able to ask my questions and give my opinion on my questions. CNN had originally asked me to write a speech and questions, and it ended up being all scripted. I don't think that it's going to get anything accomplished. It's not going to ask the true questions that all the parents and teachers and students have. That's that's a uh, an ROTC student from Sunrise, Florida, at the Sunrise Town Hall that CNN threw, uh, threw together with Marco Rubio and uh, Dana Lash and uh, a bunch of other folks, Bill Nelson. Uh, a lot of parents were there, a lot of students were there, and we're now finding out that the the questions were all pre-scripted, not by the students, but by CNN. Well, here at the Mark K Show, we do not pre-script your questions. We do not pre-plan your questions. We don't pre- We don't really pre-plan for this show at all. So uh, you know that everything is authentic and true, and it's exactly what you want to say. Uh, and if you want to say it, the number is uh, really easy to remember. It's 340-1045, 340-1045. Also, you can send us an open mic message. We've been getting uh, so much reaction to what's been going on with gun control and what's been going on with fortifying our schools and, and turning them from soft targets into hard targets. Because wouldn't you want your kid to be in a hard target rather than a soft target? It only it only makes sense. And that's some of the... Uh, that's some of the stuff that's been going around. So what we did today with Rich Jones and our roundtable with the mayor and uh, and our other uh, local politicians who are in charge of this kind of stuff, uh, you know, we, we kind of started asking the questions here locally, and we are continuing that conversation now for the next two hours. So if you have an idea, if you have something you want to say, if you feel that we are taking steps in the right direction or if you feel that anything you heard is is uh, is a bad move or a waste of time or won't keep our students safer than they are now, give me a buzz, 340 340- 1045 is the number 340 uh, or leave us an open mic message. A lot of people talking about the school safety and how we need to fortify um, the schools individually. In fact, we got this open mic yesterday, which is pretty, pretty effective if you think about it. It's truly embarrassing that jewelry stores have more security than our schools. However, you can't legislate away evil. Yeah, you uh, you look at the jewelry stores and you see the armed guard out there uh, and, and you see that, you know, oh, they're, they're protecting the diamonds. But what about our children who, as I said yesterday, are diamonds in the rough? They need protection as well. And a lot of uh, a lot of people, you know, agree with that sentiment. They're saying, look, we need to make sure that our schools are not easily infiltrated by crazed gunmen. Another few laws on guns will make you feel better. Knock yourself out. If you want to solve the problem, you got to harden the target. There's another one. As long as gun control and education are political footballs and people in the state legislature do not fund schools appropriately, we're going to have problems. 
Yeah. Now, here in Florida, we already have one school system. In fact, the Broward County Sheriff uh, has ordered Scott Israel. You know this guy because he was all over the news last week. He was the one that was there with uh, with uh, right next to um, Rick Scott. He was there with Pam Bondi. He was giving us all the information. The pertinent. He went on a little bit of a diatribe as well. But, you know, hey, he's the, he's the sheriff. He can do whatever he wants. He has now ordered Broward County uh, Sheriff's deputies to patrol the schools with weapons. They are now going to be patrolling the schools with weapons, with rifles. Uh, they will have them slung across their backs as they patrol the schools. Otherwise, they will be locked in a patrol car when not in use. But the sheriff said the school's district, uh, school district superintendent fully supports his decision. And all qualified deputies will begin carrying rifles on school grounds as a way to do just that, to fortify the schools. So what a lot of people have been talking about over the last week, they're actually doing where this thing happened in Broward County. A lot of people are debating, what should we do? Should we let our teachers carry guns? Should we let teachers, you know, have uh, concealed carry permits? What are we? What is the answer? Well, this guy's saying the answer is guns. So we're putting our deputies, we're giving them rifles, we're sending them to schools, and they're going to patrol. Man, this is why Florida is one of my favorite places. We are, we, we don't just talk a big game, we do it, man. We are trendsetters. We really are the trendsetter for the rest of the world. We decide presidential elections. We, we put men in space. And now uh, we're finally arming, um, you know, guards and, and putting them in our school systems to make them safer. Three four zero one zero four five. This is Mark calling in from somewhere in Jacksonville. Mark, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate the uh, ability to talk here. And in, in the dialogue, I think the Second Amendment defenders have been very eloquent. It's been great that people, you know, go out there and discuss this. You know, a lot of stuff's talking about restricting guns. And um, a, a lot of talk about the mental health, but you know the NRA lobby spends what nine or six million dollars a year on politicians. The pharma lobby spends two hundred and forty million dollars a year paying politicians. They dwarf the NRA. We have people going around on things like Ritalin and all these other drugs that the FDA label says creates this behavior. So my thing is when we attack drunk driving in 1981 we looked at this issue we're like wow okay we've got a problem here we raised the late age limit of being able to buy alcohol unfortunately for my big brother at the time from 18 to 21 and then over time we've done other things like you know decrease the blood alcohol content level threshold down to 0.08 at the moment okay and drunk driving incidents have dropped 51 percent since 1981 so the, the, the way you look at this is, okay, yes, you can maybe restrict a little bit. I think everyone has put everything on the table. Right. But to me, it has proven over time the way to address this. If you look at the people that are doing these things, and their common denominator is that they're on things like Ritalin and all these other things. Right. All these kids are on this. Why not, why not then have some type of, okay, if you're prescribed, if anyone in this house it's prescribed this kind of medicine that the FDA label says creates suicidal, homicidal thoughts and what's called mania. And look up the definition of mania. It is scary. No, yeah, they admit I... that 
I see. No, Mark, and I get what you're saying. I appreciate your well-thought-out explanation, and you're right. Uh, It's not just guns that are responsible for these kinds of incidents. It's also mental health. It's also, you know, what's going on at home. It's also, you know, a lot of people say video games and music and whatever else. So if it's not just the guns that are responsible, why are we just going after the people who protect the rights of gun owners? Why don't we go after the people who protect the drug companies? Why don't we go after the people that protect, you know, the video game Company. I don't know. But you're right. It's not a one-tiered problem, so why just attack the NRA? That's a great point. Thanks so much for calling, too. And I, you know, I know that they have some kind of internal system when you go to CVS or when you go to, to Walgreens or wherever you go, and then you say, hey, here's a prescription. And they put it in the computer, and they make sure that this prescription isn't cross-referenced or they, they cross-reference it with a, all your current subscription prescriptions so they know that you're not going to die if you take a mixture. They should probably do that. You're right with with guns and and that kind of thing. Now I don't know if this kid was on any kind of medicine. Uh, I know a lot of kids are, but but you know case by case you gotta. There are so many different warning signs. Uh, you know in this case alone, we don't even want to get into the 39 visits that they had to his house for different um you know, for different instances. We don't even want to talk about the FBI tips that fell through the cracks. I mean, look, everyone's attacking the NRA when clearly this was a known problem. People should probably still look into the FBI as much as they, you know, why aren't they uh, having FBI agents at these town hall meetings? Why aren't they yelling at them, calling them murderers and things like that? Not that they are. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's a very one-sided attack on one organization. 340-1045. Daniel in Jacksonville. Hey, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Hey, buddy. Um, My idea is uh, there's a lot of stolen guns out there, and we can't keep the bad guys from having guns. But I think we should regulate the bullets, serial numbers on the bullets. When you buy bullets, they they do a background check, sign for them, get a a limit where you can't stockpile thousands of bullets like a maniac. If you're a target practice guy and you shoot a lot, well, fine. Bring back your empty shell cases before you get more. And then I wouldn't even mind having a a serial number inside of the lead. So if you go around shooting people, guess what? They don't have to find the casings. They they dig out the bullet. They look inside the lead. They do the serial number, and they find out, well, you bought this at Walmart. Yeah, well, no, and now I know. know who did it. Right, and so every bullet and every slug has a serial number on it. I see what you're saying, and then that you know that's a make-work project, too, because somebody's got to put all those serial numbers on those things. But then again, I mean, if you lose the shell casing, that's it. You can't get it refilled. Uh, you know, you're right. You could still sell the guns to people, but then not sell them the bullets, and that would solve the problem. But is that is that really part of the? I mean, the Second Amendment says you have the right to bear arms, and the arms aren't just the guns; it's what you have to put in it. You know, it's like saying, "Oh, you have the right to drive a car." We're just not going to sell you any gas. Three four zero ninety five ninety five. Jeff in Jacksonville. How are you? Hey man, doing good. How are you doing, Jefferson? Hey, we're doing good, man. What'd you want to say? Hey, look, I've um, used to work at a hunting fishing store and sold guns for over 10 years. And my question is, is how in the world did this kid pass a background check with all the FBI inquiries and, uh, you know, 39 visits to his home over the years? How how does he even pass a background check to buy a gun? Well, you know, I mean, there's a lot of problems with that. There's a lot of holes in the system. And people talk about the Baker Act all the way and how that's confidential. And they say, you know, it, it doesn't even matter if, if he couldn't pass it because you can get guns from other people. And that's one of the problems with raising the age limit. I mean, raise the age limit to 21. OK, you're telling me there's no high school kids out there that don't drink every weekend because I know for a fact they get alcohol from their parents. Uh, I mean, they get alcohol from their older brothers and sisters and cousins, or they slip 20 bucks to the guy at the counter, and guess what? They're walking out with a six-pack of uh, of uh, PBR. 
Um, which, by the way, is ridiculous because you can get a six-pack of PBR for like five ninety-nine. So just slip some guy twenty, whatever. Three four zero one zero four five. What is the issue? What's the real problem? What's what's your solution? Or is there one? Three four zero one zero four five. We're going to continue with more of your uh, calls, more of your open mics, right here on a very special edition of the Mark K Show on News one zero four five WOKV. This is a very special edition of the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. That's why you're, you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, it's 1030. Why is he on the radio? That's why. Uh, and over the last break, Russell Colburn from our news partner, Action News Jack, snuck in and took a very unflattering photo of me and put it on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, but Russell yesterday was out at the uh, massive rally in Tallahassee, all the students. and Well, not just students, you said, right? It was everybody with thousands and thousands of people marching on the Capitol. All people from all wakes of life, uh, thousands of people, of course, survivors from Stoneman Douglas and supporters, families, people holding signs, you know, commemorating the survivors. Jamie Gutenberg's uh, friends were there. You yeah. saw his father uh, speaking with the uh, president, I believe it was, yeah, that's right. last night. Um, it, it was quite a moving demonstration. No matter where you stand on this debate, it was quite a rally. I tweeted out one photo at Russell and Jacks. This little girl, she can't be older than five, holding up a sign that just says, no fear in our schools. And that's just a reality right now. Now, as far as the rally goes, it was, it was very peaceful. You said there weren't there any other counter demonstrations. Nobody. It was like an angry kind of rally. It was mm -hmm. more just a rally of support of what? Was there any one well, particular takeaway? I would say it kind of moved away from a peaceful demonstration to some very passionate rhetoric from Democratic members of the Florida House and sure. Florida Senate, uh, you know, about our gun laws right. and from, you know, some impassioned speech uh, from Stoneman Douglas survivors. So I wouldn't just call it a peaceful candlelight vigil kind okay. of thing. This was calling for for change to Florida's gun laws. And, you know, Tuesday it was it was kind of a punch in the gut for them when the Florida House wouldn't even, you know, take on a discussion about an assault weapons ban. So I think that kind of made it a little more passionate yesterday. What about, because, uh, you know, now we have not just the um, the Broward County Sheriff saying we're going to have deputies walking around school with rifles, uh, but the president tweeting out earlier today, hey, that's a good idea. Uh, it, was that any talk of that at the rally or was it all just anti-assault weapon? No, no talk of that, but we just got done with a roundtable here in this building with Sheriff Mike Williams and Superintendent Dr. Patricia Willis, who both opposed that idea of having teachers with guns here in Duval County right. Schools. Of course, the idea being someone that actually is, you know, trained on a firearm Correct, and yeah. knows what they're doing. This isn't just teachers having guns, and that's right. an important distinction, but both of them spoke out in, in opposition to that. Interesting. And so there you go. Two sides of the debate. Here in Duval County, we have elected officials who are on one side of it, and then you've got... You know, the sheriff in Broward County, where this actually happened on a totally different side of it, and the president himself saying, hey, here, if we train the teachers, if we get them the permits that they need, if we get them the, you know, like you said, it's not just a substitute rolling in with a shotgun. It's going to be somebody who goes through the proper channels and is licensed to carry and all that kind of thing and knows what to expect because these are also different situations when you're in a school and there's an attacker. Uh, um, so they need to make sure. All right, Russell, uh, now when, what do you want to next? What's the next story you're covering as far as this uh, this issue goes? Oh, yeah, there's going to be team coverage tonight or, or some some kind of coverage, excuse me, on Action News Jacks tonight about safety in the schools. You'll hear from, you know, the sheriff. You'll hear from the superintendent, the mayor. Um, this isn't going away. There's a lot of people, of course, calling for change. So now it's a matter of what our local leaders can do to, to impact, you know, your students. All right, Russell Colburn from Action News Jacks. Russell, hey, thanks so much for coming by. We really appreciate it. And be sure to check.
Uh, be sure to check that out later and follow him on Twitter. What's your Twitter again? Russell A. and Jax. Russell. Good stuff from the video pictures from the rally. Yes, just the, and a picture of you punching over. Delete that now. Three four zero one zero four five is our number. We got a bunch of people. Luke, Mark, George. Uh, we got you guys on the line, and we're going to get to you right after the news here in just a minute. What do you think? What is the answer? How do we keep our kids safe? Is arming the teachers a good idea, or as the superintendent, and the sheriff has said, something we don't, we can't get behind? Three four zero one zero four five. It's the Marque Show. We'll continue right after this on News one zero four five WOKV. We have lots of reaction on both sides. Assault rifles were first designed for wars. Our country is in a war against guns, and we need to stop the sale of the assault rifles. Also, people saying, you know what, changing the age limit, that's not going to do anything. person who's ignorant and crazy at 18 is still going to be ignorant and crazy at 21. Three years is not going to make a difference. They may even be more ignorant and crazy. It's funny how that happens. 340-1045 is the number. An extended hour of the Marque Show today so that we can get all your responses to our roundtable this morning. All your thoughts about the president's uh, listening session yesterday. All your thoughts about what's been going on, uh, you know, in the last 24 hours. Uh, we had a, down in Sunrise, Florida, Marco Rubio and Dana Lash attacked by uh, NAR, NRA haters during a CNN roundtable. A CNN roundtable that we found out where some of the students wanted to ask questions, but they weren't allowed to. I expected to be able to ask my questions and give my opinion on my questions. CNN had originally asked me to write a speech and questions and it ended up being off scripted. I don't think that it's going to get anything accomplished. It's not going to ask the true questions that all the parents and teachers and students have. So what are the true questions that all the parents and teachers and students have and what will get it accomplished? 3401045. This is Mark and Callahan. My, uh, Mark, hi, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, man. What do you want to say? Well, I'm old school, and uh, I think one of the problems is uh, we've had a permissive society the last 20, 30 years. Uh -huh. they, took, they took discipline out of home, mm. uh, spanking your kid, you know, discipline, and I'm not talking about abuse. The schools, we had capital punishment or uh, corporal punishment. You know, deans, principals, teachers, they took care of the problem. And then when we was in high school in 74, when I was in there, 74, 77, every guy in the school had a rifle or shotgun in his truck or car. We went hunting or what have you. We never had these school shootings. Yeah. We didn't have them across the country. I hear, you know, and I hear that a lot. That's a common thing, especially here in Jacksonville. People saying, hey, you know what? I went to high school in the 70s, even the 80s, and we would all go hunting either before, depending on how early they got up, or after it, school. And we would exactly. just have rifles and shotguns in our trucks, sometimes unlocked, and nothing ever I, came of it. I bought my first long gun, a shotgun, at 18 years of age. Yeah. Okay? I had my first gun given to me by my parents at 12. Right. I went hunting with my family, my grandparents. My dad, they taught us gun safety. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's become more permissive also through the years. Okay, let's drug these kids up. Yeah. Like the guy was talking earlier about Ridley and all these other things. These psychotic drugs. Yeah, because you know? it's just easier than actual discipline. That's a great point. That's a great point. You know, it all starts at the home. Mark, thanks so much for your call, too. We really appreciate you uh, you checking in with that. And it does start. You know, and you you hear on one side all the time. You always hear whenever there's a, like a like a racist event or a sexist event, you know, everyone always says, oh, these things start at home. You're not born hating someone with a different skin color. You're not born uh, to, you know, in knowing how to abuse women or treat them badly. You are taught that in the home.
So we need to go into the home and teach men, you know, to, to, to raise sons that respect women and teach, you know, kids to respect other races. And yeah, all that's true. Oh, that's 100% true. But then shouldn't we also look to the parents and say, hey, you need to teach your kids how to respect human life. And you need to teach your kids the difference between a, a first player video game and real life. And you need to teach your kids that guns are a useful tool, uh, but can also be harmful. And there are certain safety precautions that you need to you need to utilize. You need to teach your kids how to handle their emotions. You need to teach your kids how to talk to somebody if they're if they have a problem. You need to teach your kids all sorts of stuff. It's not just walking and talking and not pooping your pants. It's a lot more. It goes a lot deeper. Uh, so that's a great point. 340-1045. This is Luke in Clay County. Luke, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Doing great, man. What do you want to say, Luke? Uh, a couple things. Uh, first, it's not an assault rifle. AR actually stands for Armalite Rifle Model 15 by the Armalite Rifle Company. So assault is an action, not an object. Um couple of things. On the bullet serial numbers, if you've ever seen a bullet after it's been fired and struck something, there's no way you would find a serial number on it. Yeah. It just comes to pieces. Yeah. You know, it, it, it melts, it pops. I mean, there's there's no way to keep any kind of uh, identif- identification on a, on a bullet. Right. New laws. They don't follow the laws we have already. What are new laws going to do except disarm law-abiding citizens? Okay. Well, I mean, and that, that is the common thing. If, you, if you're talking about outlaws, what, you know, laws don't stop them. The only thing that stops them is, is another bullet or a gun or somebody, a good guy with a gun, as they like to say, standing up. So, no, you're right about, you're right about all those things. Those are all great points. Hey, thanks so much, uh, for your call. We appreciate it. George, George, thanks for calling the Mark K show. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Mark? Doing great, George. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, hey, thanks for off- calling. Yeah, first off, I'm a 22-year retired veteran, just retired in November, so I'm a young guy, and I've got plenty of uh, virility to uh, voluntarily be a security guard at one of these schools until they can find money in the budget to help us out. Um, so uh, I've heard of several people mention that as a possibility for helping provide some security for these kids. Yeah. Uh, heck, I live in the Oakleaf uh, area, and with the nonsense going on over there, we don't need the kids out of school. We need them in school where they belong. I'll be glad to help them out with uh keeping them safe uh second point though is the 14th amendment uh where we have the right to due process if they go and outlaw assault weapons ban or whatever what do we do to all the americans who legally and responsibly own these quote assault weapons are we going to have our day in court to have these weapons removed from us or are we just going to have some stupid law tell us that we're now criminals well, we talked, um, you know, and we talked about that yesterday. Some guy called in and said, who are they going to send to the home of a, of a retired Navy SEAL or a, an Army Ranger or, you know, any Marine Corps guy who has a, a cadre of AR-15s or assault weapons or anything that they may choose to ban, bump stocks? Who's going to send somebody to that guy's house and say, I'm sorry, you need to give me all your weapons right now? That's, you know, that's not going to be a job you're going to have people lining up for. And is there going to be reimbursement? I mean, these weapons are not cheap. They are expensive. They're well-crafted, they're made of you know hardened steel, a lot of them, and they are intricate tools for a lot of people, for hunters or for home protection. They spend a lot of money, thousands and thousands of dollars, to just take them away is almost a form of theft. So do you look to reimburse people? Are you? Is it a buyback program? If so, that's going to cost extra money too. Right. And I mean, it, it's, it's also hilarious, the guy who chopped his uh, – 
sawed his gun in half. All he did was make himself an illegal short barrel rifle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, th <laughs> thanks, thanks so much for your call. Uh, we really appreciate it. Look, the thing about veterans, and this comes up all, you know, time and time again. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm not a veteran, I never served, uh, in any of the military branches. I know a lot of people who did, um, you know, and still do, as a matter of fact. And, and thank you, uh, George, for your service. Thanks for everybody who's calling in saying, I'm a veteran. I served. I know what happens. I'm, a, I'm a veteran. And George said he'd volunteer. You know, he's any volunteer. He's been trained. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's an oath that you take. And somewhere in the oath, I know the president says it, but I think I think the military does, too. But I mean, does it not say I pledge to protect America from all enemies, both foreign and domestic? I mean, I believe that's in there somewhere, both foreign and domestic. Well, we have domestic enemies. We have them. anyone who wants to go into a school full of American citizens and shoot it up is a domestic enemy. I mean, is that not just is that not the clear def definition? So we have a military who has been sworn to protect them. And we have some of those military men and women who are back here ready and willing and able uh, to go to service protecting our kids. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm sure if I am, I'm sure if I am, if someone hasn't already called to tell me I'm wrong, uh, there'll be 22 emails uh, in the next 14 minutes as soon as I get, as soon as we take a break and I'll, and I'll respond to those. Mike from Nassau, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing good, Mike. Uh, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Well, I actually think the solution is pretty simple. I think that if there's a kid who decides to uh, get a gun, that it requires a uh, a guardian or an adult um, co-sign. They have to co-sign. And if they do co-sign, that they need to carry a liability policy until that kid's 21 years old. So co-sign a gun, much like... Absolutely. That's inter That's an interesting policy. What if that kid doesn't have parents uh, and they're 18 and they're legally an well, adult like this kid that uh, shot up the school in Florida? Well, that's simple again. It requires somebody who's legally responsible to co-sign for them, and that person has to carry, a, 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 one, they have to pass a background check, and two, they have to carry that liability for that kid until he's 21. So are we saying, so now are we saying that you're no longer an adult at 18, that you're an adult at 21? Because basically that's what we're doing. We're rewriting the law that now you are an adult at 21. Because so you shouldn't be able to go into the military until you're 21 unless you have your parents' permission. I mean, is that the next thing you shouldn't be allowed well, to vote? I uh, guess that's my I guess that's my argument is that the, is that the age limit um, should be lowered to about 18 or not 21. But the liability policy or or the person responsible has to stay responsible for that particular um, you know cosign until that kid is. 21 years old. Sure, but you're still basically taking away the adult responsibilities from an 18, 19, 20-year-old and saying you're not a responsible adult technically until right. you're 21. And right. that's well, here's the interesting here's the interesting thing about my idea is that you know we have kids going into the military whenever they're pretty young, 18 years old or whatever, right? Well, they could own a gun, but if somebody wants to have their kid, you know, they want to take their child hunting, well, then they can, um, you know, they co-sign for their child to go hunting or something like that. But if some kid just arbitrarily off the blue just decides he wants to go and purchase a gun like this guy just did, well, then they that that causes a red flag to go off. And it says, wait a minute, you can't just do that. You have to have somebody that's responsible to allow you to do that. All right. I, I see all that, too. But at the same time, what you're doing is you're saying that a 21-year-old is or an 18-year-old is not a responsible adult. And that leads you to all kinds of other issues that you're going to have to relook at. You're going to basically have to raise the age of being an adult to 21. 
Or if you do something like buy a gun or vote or whatever, you'll need to have your parents' permission. Oh, well, but you know what? There's a lot of 18-year-olds who probably need their parents' permission to vote. <laughs> or their parents have to sign a waiver of liability. Uh, I allow my child to vote at the age of 18, and I will be responsible for any liability that their actions uh, <laughs> their actions cause. 340-1045. got to take another quick break. Uh, this is the Mark K Show on News 104.5. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. So I got a, a message from Rich Jones over the break, and he said, hey, Sheriff Williams just called. <laughs> said uh, He wanted to make sure that we clarified. When we were talking to Russell Colburn, Russell mentioned that uh, the sheriff mentioned that he was against arming teachers, which is true. That is different than what's happening in Broward County, where armed deputies uh, who have been trained with rifles are, are now patrolling the schools. Uh, so Sheriff Williams is, you know, agrees with Senator Rubio that arming teachers is not the way to go, uh, but is open to other options um, and is not, you know, against what uh, Sheriff Israel is doing down in Broward County, which is having armed deputies with rifles fully trained uh, patrol the schools and make sure that they are, you know, they're hardening the target in any way that they can. 340-1045. This is uh, Deborah in Jacksonville. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hi, Mr. K. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I think we're getting a little off track because now we're starting to talk about shootouts and the schools and NRA and Second Amendment rights. Let's not get into all that again like we always do. My idea is if you go to buy a semi-automatic or automatic weapon or high-powered weapon, whatever you want to call an AK-15 or whatever. AR-15, yeah. All right. So if you go to buy that then you, that's an immediate interview with ATF. And if ATF finds that you've had behavior issues at school and cops have been called to your house 39 times, then you can't buy it. That's, that's the end of the story. And I think we need to start somewhere, but not get into all this political it's going to go political again and then nothing will get done well i mean it already has but i mean the atf is it, i mean they hunt criminals so by by forcing people to to interview with them i mean you're basically criminalizing somebody who wants to own a gun whether they've committed any act or not and that's one of the big issues that that people say is if, if you're if you're running these background checks even i mean you're 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 accusing someone before they've committed a crime which is not what the united states is all you're innocent until proven guilty um you know if you're if you go to buy a high power, okay, what about the FBI? I mean, pick somebody, pick the local sheriff. I mean, look, the F okay, the local sheriff. That's an interview. Sure. I mean, come on, we that solves the mental illness issue. I mean, this guy had how many behavior issues? Yeah, he had a lot of he had a lot of behavior issues, Deborah. But the fact of the matter is, the FBI was alert. That you know, the biggest issue you have is let's go through the proper channels. Let's tell the FBI that this guy was writing. I'm going to be a professional school shooter but on YouTube right. videos. Somebody let's, already did that. Right, they and nothing did that, and nothing happened. So you're saying let's do this. People are doing that. People called the police and there was no action 39 times. People called the FBI and there was no action. So now, so what makes the ATF any different? You know, why is that going to solve uh, the problem? Hey, thanks so much for your call. That's a great point. This is Charlene from St. John's County. Hi, Charlene. How are you? Yeah, how are you, Mr. K? I'm doing great. Stop calling yeah. me. Stop calling me Mr. K. Hang on one second, Charlene. We have to, unfortunately, uh, they're waving me off. I got all excited. We have to take a quick break. But we'll get back to you first, uh, right after the news. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Give us a buzz. More of your phone calls coming up next. 
So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 